0: You see how the church is preparing us in this fast and it's preparing our spirit through this reading by telling us about how hard it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. This young man, a rich young ruler, comes to Jesus and says, Lord, what shall I do that I might inherit eternal life? He says, good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? This is why we are fasting. We are fasting and we are here to partake of the Eucharist and the body and blood that we would have eternal life, that we would be with God in heaven. And that not only that we would be with God in heaven, that we would experience heaven here on earth. And Jesus is trying to tell him What is the secret to his kingdom? What is the secret to eternal life? He says, it's opposite from the world. It's opposite from the world. He says, go sell your possessions, give to the poor, take up your cross and follow me. I want you to imagine Jesus hasn't been crucified at the time. So you're like, what are you talking about crosses? (laughs) And, And giving to the poor and having nothing and giving all my possessions for what? They don't understand the cross. They don't understand the cross at this time. So here I'm saying, Jesus, tell me something nice. Give me a nice parable. Sometimes, you know, you go and you sit with an elderly monk in the desert, and you're asking for a nice, encouraging spiritual world. And he said, word, and he tells you, in order to receive the kingdom of God, it says, keep the day of judgment before your eyes until your last breath. You say, tell me to love my brother. Tell me, you know. Sing a nice song, attend liturgy, enjoy the sacraments. Keep the day of your judgment before your eyes. What is this? You see, Jesus is telling us his kingdom doesn't match the world. It doesn't match the world and it's never going to look like the world. To the point where he's telling him, if you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions, give to the poor, take up your cross and follow me. And so the disciples said, what is this? (laughs) Lord, what are you telling him? Like, now all of a sudden, they're confused. This is what we have to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus looks to his disciples and says, how hard it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. So the disciples are confused, and they say what? Who then can be saved? Like, you're telling us a way that we don't understand, the best part is that when Jesus looked at, at this rich young ruler, when he asked, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? It says, then Jesus, looking at him, loved him. Jesus looked at him and he loved him. He didn't say, Taborini. <laughs> let's, see, let's see Mr. Commandments guy, you can obey the commandments, show me what you can do. It says, Jesus looked at him and he what? He loved him. You see, Jesus is looking into our hearts and he says, I love you. I'm not here to give you a difficult life or a painful life or so that you live a poor life or suffer with the cross. That's not why I'm here. I'm trying to show you how we can experience love. How we can experience the love of God and experience his beauty. He says, get rid of everything that's getting in the way of you and me. You want us to have love together? That's what eternal life is. Eternal life is that we would be in a love relationship with God for eternity, forever and ever and ever. He says, I want you to look in your heart and see what's eating up your heart. In any relationship that is broken, in any relationship that is hurting, it's hurting because something is getting in the way of love. Something is hindering the love. Something is is putting a stumbling block between this. It's my selfishness. right? And we see this in our marriages. That sometimes what's hindering the marriage is our selfishness. It's my lack of concern for the other. It's my love of self. It's my love of my own self before I love you. And so Jesus says, you want eternal life? You want to be with God in heaven forever? In this unity with God, in this love relationship with God? Find out what's getting in the way between you and God. Look how sweet Jesus was. He says, one thing you lack. One thing. Can you imagine if, Jesus, if, if you asked this question to Jesus today? Lord, what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? I know the answer. It's a long list. I know. He's not going to tell me one thing you lack of what Paul is going to say. These hundred things you're not doing. Imagine the sweetness of Jesus that he looks and says, one thing you lack. One thing, all right, what is it, Lord? Like, let's, let's get this show on the road. Let's, let's get this, you know, party going. If it's one thing, tell me and I'll do it. He says, go, he says, there's something in your heart that I know is going to keep you out of heaven. You're like, what is it, Lord? One thing? If it's one thing, okay, let's do it. You have to understand, the Jews had 632 or 633 laws that they had to follow. To be like righteous Jews. He's saying, out of the 632 or whatever, you got one. He says, what is it, Lord? Like, really? Like, I'm an A plus, 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 plus? He says, yeah, one thing. One thing you lack. Go your way. Sell whatever you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. And take up your, take up the cross and follow me. If Jesus were to look into your heart today, He's looking into your heart. He's not preaching Sunday sermon and we're taking notes and we're smiling and we're liking on Facebook and YouTube. No, He's telling you today one thing you lack. What is it? What's the one thing that's between you and Jesus? What's the one thing between you following Jesus with your whole life? Because we can go and come to church and say our prayers. And kind of go through the motions and feel good about ourselves. And we may not be at all on the path. This guy says, I've obeyed all of the commandments. Like, I should be fine. He doesn't even need to ask the question. And if, he's, if, if we are doing what he's doing, I've followed all of the commandments. Then, I don't even need to ask the question, what should I do to inherit eternal life? I'm good. He says, no, Lord, I just want to be right with you. If you want to be right and walk fully with God, what is between you and God? There is something eating your heart. There is some treasure in your heart on this earth that is separating you from heaven. You say, what could it be? Maybe it's my love of money. Maybe it's my love of pleasure. So when they announced the fast, I'm huffing and puffing because I love pleasure. I love pleasure in food, and then as the desert as the, as the church fathers teach us, the step of food, loving food leads to loving the desires of the flesh. So he says, gluttony or the love of or excessive eating is the step before lust for pleasures. He says Work on what? Maybe you're saying I'm being bad, then work on the food part. Work on the love of pleasure. I love pleasure. Food makes me feel good. It it tastes good. Yeah, but you had 10 Oreo cookies and, and you're still hungry. But I just love the pleasure that I get from it. And this is what the Lord is telling each and every one of us. What do you love so much that might keep you out of heaven? And right now, you're trying to ignore it. You and me right now, we're trying to... No, 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 not that. It's not that thing. though. I, don't, I know you don't mean that. This man, it says, but he was sad at the word of Jesus. Like you are right now. He's sad at the word of Jesus like you are right now. You're saying, I didn't say anything to you. Because God is looking and saying, there's something you don't want to let go of. Makes you so sad to let go of it. Your social media, a relationship, a habit, love of money, chasing whatever. You you know what it is, and so as you're listening to this, if this is not just a sermon and it's like, okay, I'm gonna say whatever you want for 10 minutes and let's start the liturgy, if this is actually the word of God and he's saying, This is the one thing that's keeping you out of heaven, you look to this man, he says, But he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Today, the Lord is looking to your heart and saying, I want to give you eternal life. Do you want eternal life? Yes, Lord, I want eternal life. Then this one thing in your life, you know that it has to go. Anything else, Lord? Like, like. You know, is there anything else I can do? Can I give somebody a ride to the airport? Can I, you know, like, give some money to the poor on Thanksgiving or on Christmas Day? Like, anything else, Lord? He says, you know. You know what it is. Do you know what it is? Each person in this church has to say, Lord, I know, but it's hard. I can't do it, Lord. Look at what they said. Jesus says, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said to them, children, how hard it is for those. And then he goes on and says, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Who then can be saved? And Jesus looked at them and said, by the way, whenever it says he looked at them, don't just, don't just assume that Jesus put his eyes in their eyes, and he looked at them. It's not like he was just, they're walking on the road, and he stopped them. They're walking somewhere, and they stopped him. They said, disciples, I'm letting you know something. With men, it's impossible. What do you mean it's impossible? Like, what are we doing in this whole journey? He says, but with God, you can do anything. You can do what these saints have done. You can leave the whole world and feel like you've gained Everything. Saint Paul says, yet being poor, he says, I was being poor, yet made many rich. How? The worldly mind doesn't understand, but the world that has drunk from God's spirit and has lived with God has said, what the world has will never have what I have. And when I just open my mouth and I give them the kingdom of God, he says, then I will make many rich. And then he says this. With God, all things are possible. And then Peter says, see, we have left all and followed you. Left e. You guys were fishermen. What did you leave? You were fishermen. You couldn't catch any fish. What did you leave? But Jesus took them out there like he was so sweet. Like, what did you leave? We're, We're poor. We haven't done anything yet. There's no cross. There's no persecution. We're just preaching. There's nothing. So Jesus answered and said, assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands. Do you see these things that they have left? House, brothers, sister, father, mother, wife, children. For my sake in the gospels, who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time? I found people that have In order to leave the the religion that they were in and to join Christianity, they had to leave father and mother and husband and children and never look back. You say, was it worth it? You you didn't talk to your mom for 30 years? You left your whole family for... He says, are you kidding? Can I tell you what I have in Christ? What is wife and children and lands and what is that? It's your wife and your children and, and, and your father and mother. He's saying in comparison to God, in comparison to the walk with God, go sit with a monk in the desert who has nothing and tell him, do you regret leaving the world for sitting in the middle of nowhere? He says, you're the one sitting in the middle of nowhere, not me. I'm sitting in the kingdom of God with the angels and the saints. The church is teaching us to change your mind, and that's why we fast. And if you don't like the fast, that's why you need to fast. Because your mind needs to change. Kingdom of God. Heaven, walking with him and his angels and his saints. And feeling, if I have nothing, I have everything. He says, receive a hundredfold now in this time. Anybody have any stock investments? You have a stock investment that has hit a hundred times? Like you invested a thousand dollars, now it's a hundred thousand dollars. Or you put in ten thousand dollars, now it's a million dollars. You say, what kind of investment is that? The kingdom of God is like that. The kingdom of God is like that. 10,000 times. 10,000 times. People, so much is eating your heart and eating my heart. Can we be honest? This is not a sermon. I'm just talking to you. Can we be honest? So much is eating our heart. And that's not the kingdom of God. And that's why... You think you're full, but you're not full. But with Jesus, you can have everything. Saint Polycarp, the last day of his life, they were gonna take him. They sent the Roman soldiers to grab Polycarp and to torture him. And he was 86 years old. And he said, old man, come on, you're you're 86 years old. You don't need to go through this torture. Just, Just bow down to the idols and offer some incense. He says, for 86 years, the Lord has never left me. I'm going to leave him now. He says, for 86 years, I've been living with God in communion and in love. You're going to tell me for some idols or some pain or some, what is that? And they took him and they murdered him. Today, the Lord is telling you one thing you lack. Can you pay a price for Jesus or not? Or do you want to go away sad? Can you pay a price for Jesus or not? This is the the call for the church today. Pay the price for for Jesus to inherit Jesus. I'm not telling you to, to walk around and barefoot and live a miserable life. I'm telling you to inherit what? Jesus himself. There's nothing better. One thing you lack. May the Lord give us the grace to do what is impossible, but with him to make it possible to leave the whole world and to follow him. Glory be to God forever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.